Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So Johnny Depp is victorious. And if you say to me, Tony, you are not talking about the Johnny Depp trial, what am I? Not aware of what's going on in society? You should be aware of what's going on in society. The defamation case, the 2018 op-ed in the Washington Post from Amber Heard, making the claim that Johnny Depp physically abused her, and Depp's like, you can't get away with that. I'm going to sue you. Well, if you sue me, it's all going to come out in the open. Everything you did and everything I did. You really want to do this? And Johnny Depp was like, let's go. And everything came out. Everything that happened in the bed, on top of the bed, that should have happened in a bathroom but happened in the bed, all of it. And it's nuts. Now, there are some deep, dark storylines within this about uh, a spousal abuse. And and that's real stuff and ugly stuff. That does get pushed to the wayside. And I'm not saying that it should. I'm saying that it does. Because these two are awful. These are bad people. But in the ranking of the bad people, it's Johnny Depp who comes out the winner. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, what is going on? Head on over to TonyKatz.com and get everything that we do over there. TonyKatz.com. Depp comes out the winner. People are cheering him. Isn't that weird, though? There were bars in England and in other places when the the, the verdict got read like the OJ verdict. You're not old enough to remember, Producer Ari. Uh, I was, what year are they having? Oh gosh, I don't even recall. I was born in 91. Was it after that? Well, yes, it was, it was, it was after that. It was, it, yes, it was after 91, wasn't it? Hold on, now I have to look it up. I just remember where I was. I just remember where I, I was, 90, 1995. Ah, yes, I remember I was uh, in the crib that day. It was quite amazing. Bars, restaurants everywhere showed the verdict on TV, and people were like, what the hell? And some people were cheering, and then they were looking at each other, and it was like, oh, damn. Let's be clear. OJ killed Nicole Brown Simpson, according to some. See that, Ari? That's how you keep yourself from going to jail, getting charged with defamation. I I guess. You say that OJ... Killed Nicole Brown Simpson and killed Ron Goldman and did it with a knife and stabbed him to death and probably smiled while he did it. And then you followed up by saying, according to some. Glad we are covered. People were watching the verdict for Amanda for, for Amber Heard and 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 uh Johnny Depp like that. But why cheer for like there's no winner here? Uh so so first there there's there's always a winner. And second, if Amber's team had been, her legal team, had been competent at all, this might be different. But they came in to this case with a tremendous amount of hubris, with a tremendous amount of ego. They thought they had this locked up. I believe... Based on the small bits of Amber's testimony and her presentation, she believed, well, I'm a woman, and, and everyone will believe me because everyone always believes the woman. I have uh, uh, 
heard a story about people getting a divorce. And she believed without question that she was going to get full custody of the kid. Why are you going to get full custody? Well, because I'm the mom. Yes, but your 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 soon to be ex husband here has a case, and yeah, but I'm the mom. I think California is a mom state. First of all, there's no such thing as a mom state. That's the kind of stuff that needs to be just tossed out immediately. What a bunch of trash that is! It is about about going in. It's about going in with a preconceived notion. It never dawned on her that there's even a question. She was stunned that the judge could even look at this. Uh, they got joint custody. And I think that's the way Amber Heard went into the conversation. I really do. I think that's the way they, that, that, it got, that, that, that it got presented. She couldn't believe it. How could anybody believe him? I'm the woman. I'm the one who was, 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 was hurt here. He did prove that if he's crazy or he's nuts, which may be possible, and I'm saying is possible, she is too, and possibly worse. And that's what America saw, that she is too, and definitely worse. And so people said they're on Team Depp. They said we're on Team Depp. And Johnny Depp will still have a career after this. Johnny Depp is going to be, he's going to make movies again. I am not so sure about Amber Heard. Now, you could argue that I'm wrong, that America loves a heel, and that people put her in movies because it's, uh, you love to watch a train wreck. That's possible. It could be possible that um, she comes back from this. I'm going to argue no. I am going to argue that Depp will be in other movies. Depp will do other things. Amber Heard is done. Done. But people love celebrity stories. They love uh, talking about these people. Which is why the Elon Musk story about sending people back to the office in any other situation wouldn't be a story at all. Wouldn't be a story in the slightest, except it's Elon Musk. And ever since he said, I'm going to buy Twitter, well, now he is the victim of every attack there can be. Attack, 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 attack. Destroy, destroy, destroy. That's all there is to it. He must be ruined. So the story is, is that Elon Musk is letting people at Tesla know that you got to get back to the office. He sent out a letter um, that you need to st- uh, come back and that um, remote work is no longer acceptable. Tesla. This is, uh, well, I I shouldn't, I was started from a different place. Let me start from the beginning uh, of this letter. Anyone who wishes to do remote work must be in the office for a minimum, and I mean minimum of 40 hours per week or depart Tesla. And the subject line is remote work is no longer acceptable. And this is to the executive staff. 
If there are particularly exceptional contributors for whom this is impossible, I will review and approve those exceptions directly. Moreover, the office must be a main Tesla office, not a remote branch office unrelated to the job duties. For example, being responsible for Fremont Factory Human Relations, but having your office be in another state. His, what he's saying is, get back to work. And one could ask, why in the world is he doing this? Why would he be saying that you have to be in the office? Well, he is, I think, pointing out something that's very, very true. And I say this as a guy who works remotely. Remote work might be great for the person working remotely and might not be great for the business. And I think businesses have noticed that productivity is lacking because remote work is a bunch of bunk. Not in every case, but in a fair amount of cases. Remote work involves people not actually being engaged in the work, doing other things, working side hustles while getting paid by a main company, and therefore the company is not getting the value to their dollar. The way to fix that, get back into the office. Let's go. Let's do this thing. If you don't want to do this thing, leave, which is what Elon Musk is saying. Now, what's great about this story is this quote from a guy by the name of David Schoenthal. He's a professor of strategy at Northwestern University Kellogg School of Management. Saying, quote, if we feel like somebody's trying to force us to do something, we tend to push against that change with equal force. One thing that human beings value above all else is our autonomy. Over the last two years, we lost the camaraderie and personal interactions with our colleagues, but we gained our autonomy where we can make our own schedule. Is that right? Because a lot of people lost their autonomy when they said they didn't want to be vaccinated and their employer said, you're fired. The employer said, you get vaccinated or you don't have a job. Their jobs were threatened. And you know what the people on high said? You know what all these woke folk told us? That you can go work somewhere else. (laughs) Get vaccinated or else. That was an acceptable ultimatum. Get back to the officer or else somehow Elon Musk is the worst guy in the world? Stop it. These people are beyond, absolutely beyond every single level of absolutely positively pathetic. It's embarrassing. It really is. Elon Musk has done nothing wrong. He wants the company to work. He wants things to grow. One of the points that he made in, in, in having this conversation is, yeah, other companies do it, but when's the last time any of those companies actually, you know, created anything you want to be a part of? When's the last time any of those companies put out a product you'd actually want? He's right. And he's right for him. And the employee can then decide what they want to do. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Cause I because when I, I knew I was gonna talk about this, and it would I knew it would immediately come back to me and say, Well, Tony, what's your plan? I work from home. I love working from home. I will tell you there is absolutely an excitement that exists from being in studio. 
from being able uh, to look at, at producer Ari and to watch the wonder in his eyes as, as I do this show. <laughs> and by the way, it's that. It's hearing that little bit of laughter or seeing a, a reaction that helps you. I mean, especially it's, it's radio, man. Here you are having these conversations. You can't. I go get to hear the laughter. Or, or hear people say, what the hell's wrong with you cats? Or, or anything else. Sometimes somebody will text me. That's always appreciated. Or I'll get the tweet at Tony Katz. Uh, you know, that, that's always solid. But so there, there is something to, to the studio experience. Like there's always a difference between doing something uh, alone and doing something live, right? Or, or, or doing something recorded, doing something live, doing a, a, a live performance for, for someone, etc. But what happens if my employer says, Tony, you're back in the studio? I'm telling you, I'm telling you that, that a, a, I don't think it's coming because I think we've proven how unbelievably successful the programs are. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't usually talk about those things, but you should know because of you, honestly, because of, uh, of you listening to the shows uh, and, and sharing them and, 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 and being part of the podcast and, and, and talking about it, Following on, on social, we're, we're pretty good, guys. Our, our numbers are, yeah, yeah we're, we're all right. is <laughs> the best way I could put it without, without getting into specifics and, and engaging any bit of being braggadocious, which is not my style when it comes to ratings. Um, you have to be in studio? Okay, it's time to revisit a contract. I don't think that's even a question. I mean, I'm, I'm, laying, I'm laying it on the table, but I'm pretty sure they know it too. This works. And it works all the way. You know the person it doesn't work for? Producer Ari. It's true. He hates it. Selfishly, yeah. But it works for me. And it, 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 it's, it's clearly been successful for the program. We're clearly successful. But you gotta be. You have to accept the fact that that means you're gonna have to do something. I can't stop the employer from saying, "Hey." I can simply react to it by saying, "Okay, that means X for me." If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I mean, I, I don't know how I could be more honest than, than than that. The working from home thing didn't actually work for employers, as someone smarter than me pointed out. How many sick days do you think people took while they were working at home? Well, he actually knew a bit of an answer to that question, and he did it anecdotally, that he knows small companies that had zero sick days in those first couple of years of COVID, or the first year and a half of COVID. Why would you? You're working from home. Who knows what you're doing or not doing? Why would you take a sick day? Bank those things. Use them another time. That's what you want to do. But if this was regular work, people would have used their sick days. Which means they abuse the sick days when they do say they use them. And they abuse the system by capitalizing on the value of the sick days because nobody's keeping an eye on them. Human nature is a unique thing. And what's wrong with uh, ownership, an employer saying, I want to get the value out of the dollar that I'm spending. 
There are employees out there who believe that the employer is somehow wrong, awful, terrible, hateful for wanting to get the value out of the dollar they're investing in their employee. I don't think they're any of those things. The employee has but one decision to make. Can I get another job? Do I want to do this job under these conditions? And then they can leave. Stay or leave. Whatever question they have for themselves, it's stay or leave. And and you can leave. If you say to me, Tony, it's not that easy. Oh, I'll agree with you. It's not easy. I didn't say it was easy, but it is still their decision. And with all of the jobs that are out there, I mean, we were talking about the the, the jobs missed to the extent that you're going to believe that report. I'm, again, waiting for tomorrow. Um, I'm saying you have the option. And Elon Musk has done nothing wrong and is not in any way some kind of exceptionally bad employer for saying get back to the office. The hatred of Elon Musk has made this a massive story. I think you're going to see other businesses fall in line very, very soon. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. I'm going to play you a good 14 seconds of audio. And you tell me, does Joe Biden sound all right to you? Now, uh, you, I'm going to hand it over to uh, Secretary B- B- Mr. Secretary, I'm going to have you speak now and your remarks, and then we're going to hand it over uh, to, uh, to Samara, to my behind me here. That's Joe Biden, the president of the United States. And he is unable to remember the name of his secretary of health and human services, Javier Becerra. Can't pronounce the name Becerra. I'm asking you... Am I somehow rude for noticing how that comes across? And that's not a one-time thing. That's repeatedly happening. Again and again and over and over and over. We see it every single day. Why is it somehow a problem to notice? The man's not okay. Okay? Speaking of people not being okay, the entirety of MSNBC has lost their mind. And the anti-gun rhetoric has taken on some unique new places. I'll share that with you. Keep it here. Go to TonyCats.com for everything. This is Tony Katz today. So Netflix is getting lean? Is that how we take it? They're going to work on better content, more valuable content, not having all the content. And it could be because they lost 200,000 subscribers in the latest quarter. They've got competition from uh, the Disney bundle, Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus, which, by the way, needs to be a constant reminder to people. When you see the subscriptions going up on Disney, it isn't just for Disney products. Disney's wokeness has been a serious issue. But ESPN Plus 
people like sports. And it can't be denied. So that has a huge part to play in all of this. So Hollywood Reporter talking to a whole bunch of sources saying that, you know what, Netflix has decided that they got to change their, their tactics, change their approach. Because if they don't, they're just going to get ruined. Especially when you see the stock price going down 44% since the, uh, the announcement that, yeah, they had lost a whole bunch of subscribers. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? Always a pleasure. Does this mean that I could get a project on Netflix? I don't know. But it does mean that Netflix has decided to stand behind Dave Chappelle. They're standing behind, isn't that where the uh, Ricky Gervais special is? Mm-hmm. They put out the statement that says, if you are opposed to diverse thoughts, maybe, just maybe, working here is not for you. The total rejection of woke culture. Notice this isn't going to stop them from working with, with uh, Meghan Markle. Bleh. I mean, totally hot, but bleh. It isn't going to stop them from working with the Obamas. Less hot. And they're going to keep doing what they do on those things. But maybe you shouldn't just be hateful of everybody around you. Anybody who disagrees with you. I like this. Now, I would also say that, you know, by, by getting rid of a bunch of content, by not buying all the content, you know, you leave it, you do leave it available for other people. That's one of the reasons that, that people buy the content, these groups buy the content, is so others don't have it. You never know whether or not you're going to have yourself uh, a, a hit on your hands. You don't know. But the part of the, uh, the other side of this is that when you have all this content, how do you rise above to get seen and heard unless you've got some major league star in there that you spent outrageous money for? Or it's Squid Game, you just start murdering uh, people from, uh, you know, uh, this country, that country, and the other country. <laughs> you you got to find a way to break through. Breaking through is extremely difficult. As a move, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to mean to um, the, the overall uh, uh, viewership, or, or I should say subscriber numbers. But I am a little more apt to stay if they're going to ensure that everyone can have themselves a voice. That they're not going to say we only do this one type of voice. Now, I admit I still have it. And, the, and Netflix has made many mistakes. But they have uh, Norm MacDonald's Nothing Special. Is it out? It's out. Oh, man, I need to watch it. Yeah. Is it so good? So you guys know the story of Nothing Special. That Norm had wanted to work out new material. Norm MacDonald passed away, had cancer, didn't tell anybody, um, and, and horrible. Awful. Well, during COVID, he had wanted to work out some new material, but there were no clubs to go to. So he set up in his 
apartment, his condo, whatever, whatever it was, and he recorded and recorded and recorded and literally just threw it into a box, threw it on a shelf, left it be for a year. I guess when he knew that things were getting really bad, he pulled it back out, looked at it, I guess made some edits and said, yeah, this will work. And so it's an entire comedy special filmed in his living room, and it's called Nothing Special. I, I cannot wait to view it. Cannot wait uh, to watch this thing. And I know I'm going to need time. I know I'm going to need time. I'm going to need uh, to, 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 to process. Uh, abs- absolutely true. I'm going uh, to need a moment for sure. Also needed a moment when I caught over there at MSNBC, Ellie Mistal, who is a, a lawyer and a radical leftist, and I, I, I don't listen to him enough to know if he's just uh, anti-white or, or just a, a general run-of-the-mill progressive bigot. But this take on the idea that the Constitution doesn't support, uh, the Second Amendment doesn't support gun ownership, it's all about white supremacy. I was like, oh man, oh man. In your book, Ali, you argue that an individual right to self-defense with a gun was not provided by the Second Amendment, but by the conservative Supreme Court's interpretation of the Second Amendment in its Heller decision. You also say, quote, there was an original purpose to the Second Amendment, but it wasn't to keep people safe. It was to preserve white supremacy and slavery. Briefly, Ellie, how do we know that to be the case for sure? Yeah, so I'm I'm coming up with that just because I'm reading Patrick Henry and George Mason, who was then governor of Virginia at the founding of the country. This is not my words. This is what those white guys said when they were debating the Second Amendment. They said that they needed a Second Amendment because they needed the armed, disciplined, that was their word, militia, to put down slave revolts. And they were worried that under the original Constitution, the federal government had all of the power to raise the militia, right? The Southerners needed the militias to put down slaver votes because you know mendy it's a little bit difficult to hold people in bondage against their will so you needed you needed some military superiority this is an argument for why you should keep and bear arms right this is an argument for why you should have a firearm and you should not have gun control now never mind his his argument that it's about white supremacy and slavery Never mind any of that. Let's go back just a little bit in his thoughts to this. Militia to put down slave revolts. And they were worried that under the original constitution, the federal government had all of the power to raise the militia, right? The Southerners needed the militias to put down slave revolts because, you know, Mendy, it's a little bit difficult to hold people in bondage against their will. So you needed you needed some military superiority. And the Second Amendment was there to make sure that the states had the power to raise the militia on their own. So Virginia could raise its own militia to put down slave revolts in Virginia without having to ask Connecticut or Massachusetts whether or not they agreed with that. That I won't be taking Ali Mostello and his word for for the history lesson. But even if you were to believe him, it can only lead you to one place. And that place is 
you should have the right to keep and bear arms because you need to be able to not be a subject of the state or of the nation. That's how you create a free citizenry. That is the argument that is being made on MSNBC. And yet they want to couch it in some level of insanity, bigotry. They don't even know what it is that they said. But it's pretty clear to me what got said and what got discussed. And that's only part one. The part two came over there at MSNBC from Joy Reid. Well, of course it did. Where you have a guest of Joy Reid's stating that the reason that the police in Uvalde didn't stop the shooter was racial is going because in rich if this is in wealthy communities it don't take 11 minutes you got your sirens on you're motoring down and it took that long to even respond at all that got me very concerned Joy, I had a conversation with uh, with a senator, a state senator there, and basically what you're echoing was what he shared with me, that this was, that had it been in a different part of town, it wouldn't have taken so long, and there wouldn't have been such a long response rate. One likes to feel that that is not happening, but sadly, when you start looking at the statistics, when you start looking at the response rate, wow, so the utter failure of that police department, you do have to start to take a step back and question, what did race play into it? And yeah. at the end of the day, these are children and families who are suffering, and our job first to help grieve with them, but then also make sure that Texas takes charge of their state. Now, if you want to argue how long it took for police to arrive, and we certainly know uh, that police arrived very, very quickly in that Tulsa shooting there near, near the hospital, you would have to ask yourself, how far away were the police from the, from the place where the shooting took place? From that location. If they're 12 minutes away, it might take 12 minutes. If they're 30 seconds away and it takes 12 minutes, well, that's a question. But we know in Uvalde that the police didn't enter the school. Then they were in the hallway and they didn't enter the classroom. Phone call after phone call, these 40 minutes of phone calls, please help us. And no one came. You need to fire every cop that was involved. Then you need to arrest them. The cops lose their pensions. The pensions go to the families. That's what has to happen. I said it first. I'm not going back on it. I'm going to triple down on it gladly. But you're going to make the argument that the cops didn't enter because of race? The cops didn't get there in time because of race? The cops weren't willing to sacrifice because of race? I got to tell you, That sounds like a fetish. America is disgusted by what they saw in Uvalde. They never said, well, you know, it was brown kids. I wonder what's on ESPN. They didn't do that. They said, this is horrific. This is disgusting. This is obscene. That's what they said. They wanted answers to why it took so long, why the cops weren't ready, why the cops weren't in the school, why the cops weren't in the classroom, why was it treated like a barricade situation. And now you has, have this uh, Uvalde uh, police chief who will not cooperate with the investigation 
from uh, the Texas Department of Pex, uh, Texas Department of Public Safety. His name is Pete Arredondo. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to assist. He just got sworn in as a city councilor. He doesn't want to assist. Fire this guy. And so we're clear. MSNBC, Joy Reid, and her and her and her gang of of hateful, vicious people are claiming that a man by the name of Pete Arredondo didn't enter and didn't get there on time because of racism. You realize how ignorant MSNBC is and how ignorant Joy Reid's entire world is. But her entire world is predicated on this racial bias and bigotry. It's predicated on engaging in and promoting racial hate and animus. So why would anyone be surprised? But look who now they're doing it to. It, it, it doesn't hold. The argument cannot stand. The disgust of the nation is real. Very, very, very real. But they can't stop. They cannot stop with the the racial this and the racial that and you terrible person here because of the color of your skin and you did this and oh the constitution's just so no good ellie mistal couldn't create a better concept for running a nation if his life depended on it and i encourage him to go try elsewhere you really want me to look at the south african constitution it's a horror show the South Africa Constitution says anything we feel like you've done wrong, we can decide you've done. Go and read it. doesn't say that word for word. I'm giving you my take on it. The South African Constitution is a disaster that does not involve freedom for, for the people, does not engage freedom of speech, does not engage a freedom of thought, not in the slightest and the minute you start getting into ideas and places about where we need to limit these things, you are in a totalitarian space. Just reality. You're in the totalitarian space. This is who you are. And this is certainly who Ellie Mastal is. Oh, he uh, desperate for power over you. And you're like, dude, I don't even know this guy. I'm not saying no. But people do read his books and people do listen to his lectures and you need to be aware, right? I, I am a believer that you shouldn't get worked up. I didn't say you shouldn't work. I didn't say you shouldn't focus. I didn't say we shouldn't expose. I didn't say we shouldn't engage in, in, in a level of uh, not just mocking, but knowing how to push back. That's why it's important when you realize his comments are based in this bigotry. You also get an understanding of how he's supporting the Second Amendment. He's supporting gun ownership on a network that not only opposes gun ownership, wouldn't let you on if you actually thought it was okay. I think that's very telling. Very telling indeed. By the way, it's been... uh the story is is now out that the superintendent of the Valde Texas School District said that students will not be returning 
to the campus there of Robb Elementary. There's been talks about how they're going to tear it down. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I get the idea that maybe a kid wouldn't want to go back there. I think that you honor the school by being a school. One man's take. Others can see it differently. Keep it here. I'm Tony Counts. Interesting story about Top Gun Maverick, which has been crushing it at the box office. They didn't play this in China. They didn't want to have to work with all the Chinese uh, sensors and everything else. And so the the jacket, uh, Tom Cruise's jacket, still has mentions of Taiwan. You don't need China to be successful. Well, what a thing to learn. Maybe more people need to know that. Everything at TonyCats.com. Keep it here.